Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's, just kind of some things that I've watched, um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again. No white vans, no black Adidas, just some sweet-looking Naruto pants, pajamas. Um, Today, it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. I've been kind of alluding to um, a tournament that I was thinking about doing in the month of November. November is here. Normally, you know, we drop episodes on Monday. Unfortunately, my co-host, my little brother Zay, he was unable to record with me yesterday and he can't do it today either. Um, just kind of working through some things with work. So we're going to continue on without him. He will definitely join at some point in time during the tournament. Just want to first, before we get into the episode, thank everyone um, for the listening, all the the listens that you guys have been sharing, I think we're at like 230 right now, two, 230 listens on six episodes is I think very, very dope. Everybody's been kind of saying like, hey man, you know, don't, don't, don't hang your head too low with the listens they'll come. But I appreciate the faithful people who have kind of listened through we're averaging probably about 25, 26 listens per episode. So that's really dope, man. I appreciate all of you all. Um, reach out to me on Twitter at anime underscore, t- or I'm sorry, no underscore, un- anime space talk 12, the numbers one and two. Reach out to me, man. Drop a follow. Shoot me a message, man. Let me know, you know, who you are if you're listening to it. I see we got some people from different countries listening. That's dope, man. I appreciate all the love, all the following. Um, but yeah, reach out to me on Twitter. Let me know what you think about the episode. Let me know what you think about the show in general. Um, and, you know, I'm just looking forward to some interaction. So um, without further ado, let's go ahead and kind of slide into what this tournament is actually going to look like. So this tournament um, is going to be I'm going with a generic name of November Tower or Tournament of Power. So essentially what it's going to be, it's a Sweet 16 style um, single elimination tournament. So essentially what would happen? is you're going to have eight antagonists, eight protagonists, opposite sides of the bracket. And what we're going to do is technically is just kind of narrow it down through versus battles. So you'll have all the protagonists kind of fighting it out, all the antagonists fighting it out. At the end, we're going to have the ultimate battle of good versus evil. You can't see the air quotes, but I'm making them. Um, so we'll have the ultimate battle of good versus evil and whoever wins will actually be the champion for this tournament so um, i'm really excited we got a lot of really dope characters in here um, a lot of people who they were just kind of ones that i kind of thought about talking to my brother and just kind of talking through a couple of different shows so the criteria that all of these meet they are ranked on a scale of one to five um, obviously one being you know not so good five being the best so we we went off of like strength we went off of um, a lot of different things like how useful is your actual ability you know what's your main ability kind of look like a lot of different things that we kind of went off of also 
what was your opponent's strength when you um when you fought somebody like who who did you fight who did you lose to who did you beat things like that so we went off of a lot of different things that um kind of factored into who wins who loses and things like that so we're going to go ahead and we're going to start off i got four or, or yeah four fights i guess you could say to get through two protagonists two antagonists this is kind of how to be going for um pretty much the whole month so these this tournament will run the whole month of november so the next time that you hear something kind of unique will probably be at the beginning of december when we kind of go back into my to the normal rankings or or anime reviews so um the way that this is actually scheduled out we're going to have a few um we're going to have the two protagonists two antagonists for today uh, we're going to have two protagonists two antagonists for next week um next monday we're I'm going to try to get back on a regular scale of or on a regular schedule of monday then on the 16th we got the um got the i guess the semi semi-finals i guess you could say um for the protagonist and antagonist then on the 23rd we should be able to walk through the ultimate protagonist, ultimate antagonist, rounding out to who's going to um, actually win on the 30th. Uh, so we'll announce the winner on the 30th. So with all that kind of drawn out and kind of talked about, I know it's all kind of crazy uh, trying to explain it out, but um, I'm going to keep this posted and updated on the uh, Twitter page. So again, that's at Anime Space Talk One Two um, on Twitter. That's my handle. So you can go up on there and you can see the current picture of where we are in the bracket um, every single week. So I'm going to work on that to make sure that everyone can see where we are. So you guys are tracking pretty well. And again, follow me. Shoot me a message. Let me know if you think that somebody got slighted or somebody that won shouldn't have won or somebody who didn't win should have won. Let me know. Um, so. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the first fight. So the first fight um, was actually on the protagonist side was Jen Mori from God of High School versus Levi. So the way that this was shaken out, uh, I actually put like a random roulette wheel and essentially we put all the good guys, all the bad guys. Then at the end of the day, we kind of took them out, ranked them accordingly to how they came off the board. So. This was the first fight. Um, so Jim Warren and Levi, the way that we set it uh, up was we used tournament um, kind of terrains. So we went through and we also did a decision roulette that had like grassy terrain, desert terrain, an icy mountain blizzard type terrain, a regular stadium. stadium. Think about like um, like your dark tournament or something like that um, from Yu Yu Hakusho. And then an abandoned town. Uh, think about kind of how the exercises, the exercise towns were set up on My Hero uh, Academia or Academia, however you want to say it, but on that show. Um, so for this fight in particular, the... Roulette actually chose for us the abandoned town. So in the abandoned town, Jim Moy versus Levi. So essentially, the big thing about it is, so Jim Moy, if you haven't watched God of High School, he's a he's a Taekwondo user. He uses his feet. He can't punch, but he uses a lot of his footwork. Um, he has a, a spirit beast, I guess you could say, inside of him. He is the the reincarnation of the Monkey King. So. 
he has a different ability. Um, he gets stronger. He's got like superhuman strength and and stamina, and he's got like this dur- durability. He's got like a lot of stuff that's going on that he is like at the height, uh, you know, the pinnacle of like strength. Throw in the fact that he also gets like a long staff that he uses to kind of beat up the main antagonist in that show, who's very strong. He was almost godlike. Um, which disclaimer, this one, I'm trying to stay away. From, we tried to stay as far as we could away from godlike characters. Um, but in this one, I think he's still like a demigod in this sense because he does take damage. He is still human. He just has an ability that he can unlock. And I think abilities are okay. So with Jen, like I said, he's very strong. His usefulness is very, you know, he's very useful. Um, he, I like his fighting style. He reminds me of kind of like an Eddie Gordo from um Tekken but uh, I really like his fighting style so and then you have Levi the other side of that so Levi is a king's knight he's been genetically he's a genetically modified human as well um he basically has titan powers but in a human uh form he's intelligent just like Jim Mori kind of is and I think that the big thing about Levi is in an abandoned town like this. Yes, you would think that Levi would have a bonus or he'd have some kind of, um, I guess, an advantage because he's using his gear and he can kind of slide around and jump from building to building. If you've watched Attack on Titan, you already know what I'm kind of referring to. If you haven't watched Attack on Titan, I suggest that you go back and watch that show. Um, But he basically could use his gear to maneuver from building to building almost like spider-man um and essentially with his blades he could potentially cut jen um, up um but i think the the biggest thing after talking to my brother that i kind of thought about was if jim mori can literally destroy the buildings or knock out a flat area inside of this abandoned town it would make it very difficult to levi um to actually or for Levi rather to actually be able to have some kind of advantage he can't jump from place to place that's one of the biggest downfalls about the gear in the show is that they have a very hard time fighting in open fields so if Jim Mori can knock down all the buildings which he definitely could if you've seen the fight um, the fight that I'm talking about kind of close to the end of the anime, not doing a spoiler, but if you've seen the fight kind of close to the anime, you know that this staff and Jim Mori's ability once he goes into this monkey, uh, monkey king mode um, are pretty much OP. I mean, he could literally flatten all these buildings with just a swing of his staff. So if that's the case and he does break all the buildings down, then Jen Mori wins this round. So it'd be Jen Mori moving on uh, from God of high school. Not that I don't love uh, Levi. My brother loves Levi as well. And he was kind of trying to put in a good word for him. But I think once we, once we kind of sat down and we talked about, I mean, even the people that he fought, like Levi has fought some really, really dope people. He's fought some really strong people, but I mean, the regular Titans that he's kind of been fighting against, I mean, they're no match. Um, I think the biggest fight for him was kind of the Beast Titan. And with the Beast Titan, I mean, even though he was very strong and he has that, um, and Levi kind of used his vertical move that he does in his gear, um, it still wasn't enough to really kill him. I mean, he did hurt him very much. He almost killed him. Um, spun right through that man's hand, but um, but still, he the guy was able to walk away. So, um, I think that in this round, like I said, we give it to Jen Mori. <clears throat> so, for the second fight in the protagonist bracket, it was Luffy from One Piece versus Deku 
from uh, My Hero Academia. So the um, terrain that this was actually fought on was a blizzard slash icy mountain. So here's the thing, right? We all know that Deku can't use 100% of his abilities just yet. He's still learning how to master it. And if he does try to use 100%, nine times out of 10, he's going to break something. My brother brought a very valid point saying that if if it's blizzard icy or anything like that then essentially i mean with deku being a very good tactician he could potentially figure out a way to somehow either use that to turn into water or something like that to deal with luffy valid point because if you follow one piece then you would know that two things that uh, these devil fruit users which is uh what they are um, that they have is that one they can't be submerged in water and two they can't um they if you put sea prism like the the they're like a sea prism handcuffs or rope or chain or anything like that on them they can't use their abilities and if they use you submerge them in water they drown right so facts that's true now Here's the thing, or here's the the only thing that kind of varies into this. And again, there's going to be a lot of different varying forces because at the end of the day, this I mean that's a tournament, right? There's going to be some people that have an advantage, some people that don't. I think that Deku realistically he could he could potentially figure out a way to like maybe bust open, um, you know, a patch of ice or something like that, and Luffy could potentially fall into it and drown. But here's my caveat to that, or here's my rebuttal. If you're current on the show, um, on One Piece, you know that Luffy has a, has another mode that he's or another gear that he's been working on called Bounce Man, right? And in bounce in the Bounce Man form, he can actually float um, using the 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 uh, the uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know the 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 proportion or the not the proportion but basically he can he can float using like the the spring from his legs because he's a rubber man so he can essentially propel and kind of just stay afloat using that over the water so if that was the case with hardened with a hardened upper body on bounce man um, or snake man with the long punches and things like that and the fact that he can essentially fly even in the icy terrain and blizzard, I don't see him. I don't see Deku winning this fight by any means necessary. Now, again, if he could channel 100% of his ability, this may be a totally different fight. But with the different gear modes that um, Luffy has, and when you're looking through again, um, the fact that he has all these different modes, there are only really two weaknesses that he has right now. And by the way, he's rubber. So you trying to hit him as hard as you can. If he goes, you know, balloon man, where he just kind of turns into a big balloon. I mean, that punch, that, that punch doesn't hurt as much. Um, so I would say in this situation, it would definitely be Luffy who walks away from this one. Um, again, it's subjective. This is just like I always tell everybody before, uh, or like I always say at the beginning of every episode, I guess, except for this one, these are my, you know, my opinions. So I don't see, I don't see Deku winning this fight. I see Luffy walking away with this one as well. So, so far on the protagonist, we got Jim Moore winning from God of High School, and then we have Luffy, um, winning over Deku from My Hero Academia. Now, I will say that we were thinking about potentially putting All Might prior to um, him giving up the one for all. 
um, in here instead of Deku, but it wouldn't be, I guess it wouldn't necessarily be fair because one, we know that he was very strong, so he'd almost be God's here. He's the strongest, the strongest hero there, even though he was still human, he was still very strong. Um, and two, you can't have a current state of a tournament if you're going to use the abilities of somebody like in the past. So um, with that, it would have been Deku instead of All Might, because we all know that All Might can't stay in his form for like five seconds now. So um, this one goes to Luffy. So we'll be right back as usual after the commercial break to finish and, and finish up and kind of wrap up with the first two rounds of the antagonist bracket. All right, we're back, guys. Thanks so much for the quick commercial break. Um, so on the antagonist bracket, what we went ahead and did was um, on this one, we actually got a really cool matchup, two matchups from the very beginning. I'm actually starting to love the uh, the antagonist bracket more and more the way that I, uh, the more that I look through it. So the first match that we had was Younger Tagoro from Yu Yu Hakusho versus the Beast Titan from Attack on Titan. So the the uh, venue that they're actually fighting in is a stadium. So think uh, dark tournament. So if you've seen the show Yu Yu Hakusho, think about the second tournament uh, stadium. So um, like the dark, you know, kind of outcast or overcast. It's got like the, you know, it's got fans in the stands, things like that. That's how we're setting this one up if you're using your imagination out there. So with this one, Here's the thing. I personally thought that the younger Tagoro um, would actually win. So if you don't already know, the younger Tagoro, very strong, um, literally has strength. He It was his wish that he had a body that could contain all of his power um, when he won the dark tournament the first time. And he has a body that literally doesn't age. It just, I mean, it looks nasty when he uses 100% of his ability. But um, other than that, super duper strong and uh it took yusuke having to go through everything he had to go through watching genkai die um using getting her ability and everything like that for him to beat um you know the the younger Tagura brother so the elder to get the older one he needed the younger one so i mean essentially this dude was just the guy um, so with this one, I was leaning more towards the younger Tagoro here, but my brother Bob some very valid points about the Beast Titan, where he basically talked about essentially the Beast Titan's ability from Attack on Titan is he can turn anybody into um, a Titan. So already, even though Elder Tagoro is very strong. I think it's just a simple fact that this guy could potentially turn everybody into a Titan. So now you got like all the fans are Titans. So they're all really, really strong. Um, and it's in a stadium, which, okay, cool. You know, I mean, I guess that that'd be kind of difficult because he'd have to fight a lot of different people. Um, the beast Titan is also a really, really good, uh, tactician. So, I mean, that's good. He's smart. So, I mean, and he can also kind of throw things kind of accurately when he's throwing things over, um, at people. And then on top of that, uh, I mean, he has that steam, like the Titan steam. If you watch the sack on Titan, you already know what I'm talking about. He has a steam that he can kind of put off. It's a very hot steam that I feel like would potentially kind of burn, um, you know, the younger to girl brother, Aaron essentially had to power up kind of similar to what, um, Yusuke had to do when he fought 
the younger Tagoro, the main character had to power up in order to beat him. And he's got crystal powers and healing abilities. And I think overall, the strength is there. I think that Taguro is stronger. But I think because of the fact that Taguro is still, he's he's pretty fast. I mean, he's not like, like you know, he's not uh, Minato speed or anything like that. Or Kakashi or anybody, any of these fast ninja. It's not like that. But at the same time, he's still um, pretty, pretty fast. But I think that just the simple fact that he has nothing but kind of a brute strength, I think that he would struggle a little bit against the Beast Titan. So I think in this one, what we're going to end up doing is going with the Beast Titan. I know that may be a little contradiction, um, or not contradiction, but it may just kind of be one of those things where people are kind of like, really? Like, that's who you went with? And I know it's a talking point. I wanted the younger to girl to go, but at the same time, after talking to, um, like I said, my brother, he, he made a very valid point, and I think that we'll let the Beast Titan move on to the next round. The... Uh, the second one, the second fight over here is Lord Aizen from um, Bleach versus Madara Uchiha from Naruto. So, if you don't, if you ha- if you're not watching Bleach or if you haven't watched Bleach, 366 episodes or 360, yeah, six episodes um, or 67, 66. Either way, still a heartbreak. I got to bring up that number every time because it hurts because it stopped so suddenly. But um, essentially, Lord Aizen is um, a character that if i'm not mistaken i talked about in my antagonist one my antagonist uh, episode if you haven't already watched that please go back and watch it but essentially he has a sword um where he can essentially when he removes the sword he can hypnotize you or put you in a perfect state of hypnosis so he can he can have you pretty much experience or see things the way that he wants you to see them the minute that you see his sword so um, outside of that, at the end of the show, uh, well, not the end, but kind of at the middle of the show, he gets, he's searching for a crystal, the Hokyoku, which he ends up getting. It transforms his body into the perfect version of a soul reaper and a hollow, um, but dude was complete and he was he was a bad dude like he he ended up messing up everybody, he damn near killed uh, Gein. Um dude was just he was bad, you know. The problem was is that once Ichigo powered up as well, Ichigo slapped this man like like it was nobody's business. Like, and granted, Ichigo was a very OP character. I'll give him that, but it's a simple fact that like Eisen went through all of this manipulation, all the heartbreak, all the pain that he caused everybody in the court guard just to turn around and get knocked out by this dude after he powered up as well. I just can't give it to him. I like him, but I can't give it to him for that. Um, they were fighting in an a town, a abandoned town, which I don't think that the venue really were really was a was a, a big deal for them. And Madara, I mean, need I say more? Like just the name itself. If you if you really like anime, like you already know who Madara Uchiha is. So I mean, when you look at the fact that Madara literally has the shine gun, he's got the Renegon, he's got Genjutsu, which I think just off the bat. Even if you were to go with the final form of Aizen, the minute that he pulled out his sword, Madara could essentially wipe away the ability of his sword with his Genjutsu. So, I mean, if you can't hypnotize me, now what are you going to do? And if anything, he could probably hit you back with it tenfold because he could put you into a, a Genjutsu himself. Um, then on top of that, when you look back at the fact that it took a whole army, like a whole army, to take down 
Maduro. And even with that, like they really did. And, and, and not only a whole army, if you remember the great Alliance fight, um, the simple fact that literally he went toe to toe with all of the Kages and almost killed them all. If Lady Tsunade had enough, like kept them alive, they would have all died at his hands. The dude was just OP, extremely OP. Um, and plus, once he came back with the reanimation, the dude was even it was strong too. He unleashed all the tail beasts. Um, he had the ghetto uh, statue. Dude just has so many different abilities that he could use. And you know, to Eisen's uh, Eisen's ability, like I said, he was he was he was there. He was a good. I mean, he was you know a bad. He was a bad guy. But at the same time, I don't think that he even remotely held or holds a candle to modera in this situation so um again this was uh lord eisen versus modera uchiha and i mean obviously modera moves on in this round i just don't see him having enough um of an ability i don't see eisen lord eisen having enough of an ability to keep up with him uh, i mean he's strong he can fly he's got speed he's got a sword uh those type of things but ultimately at the end of the day i just don't see him you know them going toe to toe um, very long i mean madara can literally do anything to this man hit him with a matarasu or hit him with some kind of gen genjutsu and at this point i mean realistically madara would probably have a eternal or the uh mangekyo sharingan like an eternal mangekyo sharingan a full renegade i mean the dude can pretty much use everything he's in uchiha so he's got all the abilities that he needs to stay alive um and i just don't see it i just don't see eyes and holding a candle to this so at this point i would say and i think it's a clear cut that madara definitely wins this one so um i know that for these they were kind of quick it was more so me kind of talking through these like i said when my when my uh, my co-host gets on i'm pretty sure that he'll probably have some more insight into some of these so i can kind of stretch him out a little bit more but um for the first one like I said, I think that Jen, like I said, Jen Mori moves on from the protagonist. Luffy moves on from the protagonist. Um, we'll have Beast Titan move over, which uh, I'm still kind of, I don't know, I'm still kind of torn about that. Um, but then we'll have Madara move on as well. So at this point, I think that the best thing to do is to just kind of talk through um, another, you know, just kind of talk to you guys a little bit more about um, some of the things that we're kind of looking at going forward. Um, pretty, pretty soon, what I'm actually going to be doing is um, for the next, like I said, for the rest of this month, we're going to go through all of the tournament of power at the end of the month. What I would like to do is, you know, like I said, if I can get some feedback from you guys and kind of hear how you feel about the show, what you like about the show and things like that. I'm actually working on getting my own personal logo kind of made um, and I wanted to do some merchandise for you guys. I thought making like some t-shirts or some stickers or something like that would be pretty dope. And with that, you know, I just want you guys to know, you know, I probably have like something like, you know, my logo and then my Twitter handle or something like that on it just to kind of show, um, you know, the support and things like that, that you guys have done for me. So going forward, um, let me know, like I said, what kind of content that you guys want to hear. Let me know what kind of content that you guys want to see. Um, because I think ultimately, you know, I want to make sure that you guys get what you want. So with this one, um, the next matches would actually be a preview to the next matches would actually be um, Yusuke Yurameshi from Yu Yu Hakusho. 
uh, versus Naruto Uzumaki from Naruto, Boruto, Naruto Shippuden. Um, then we'll have Inuyasha versus Escanor, or Inuyasha from Inuyasha, Escanor from Seven Daily Sins. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm really looking forward to kind of talking through that one. On the on the uh, antagonist side, we'll have King Bradley, the Fuhrer from um, Full Metal Alchemist, versus All for One from My Hero Academia. Another pretty good one, I think. And then we'll have Pain from Naruto versus Lord Shishomaru from Inuyasha. So these are pretty dope. Let me know what what kind of fights that you guys are looking forward to, and I'm going to post a poll as well on the on the uh, page. So let me know what, what fights you guys are kind of looking forward to. As I said. Um, as always, you know, it's your boy, Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Anime Talk 12. Um, there's a space in between Anime and Talk. Um, like I said, reach out to me. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. Let me know if you agree with the list that I, I went through today. Let me know if um, let me know if you disagree or if you do agree. Let me know. Reach out to me. And uh, like I said, we'll see you guys next week it'll be a monday episode we'll be back on our regularly scheduled um you know as episodes and our broadcast so if you aren't already following me like i said reach out to me follow me you can find me on anchor you can find me pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast or where you listen to your podcast and until next week i guess i'll talk to you later peace